Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy on this channel. We cover the entire Ordinal ecosystem. What's up, guys? We have an amazing, amazing show for you guys today. I know I always say that, but today we got the big guy. So you know it's going to be amazing. He's been around since the beginning of Ordinals. He's going to give us a rundown of everything that he sees and what he sees next. We're going to dig into Quadrillion. We're going to dig into everything. It's going to be a very exciting episode, and I just can't wait. We've been looking forward to this for, for weeks now, and we finally got him. Today's the day. So let me bring in my partner, as always, Mr. Agobi. What's up, buddy? What up? What up? We got we the got, big god. We, we got, got him, man. man. We got him. Legend. Got him. Got him on the hook. Yeah, excited. Um, obviously, everybody knows Big God in the ordinal space. You know, um, he's he's definitely one of the uh, pioneers. Kind of like you know, I feel like engineering like the initial movement. Um, you know all that energy in the beginning when we first got in we we, we felt it every time he was on a space or something like that so yep. i'm excited to pick his brain and see what what he thinks and uh dig into quadrillion uh art and you know i know that art has always been on his mind and he finally like kind of pushed through and, and got this uh this big project out so yeah it, look, it looks great i was actually looking through it today to make sure i was ready for the episode and some of the art looks phenomenal and like it's funny because like i was never really into art up until I got into ordinals and um, like Big God was always on spaces talking about art and stuff. And I really started to dig in and then the, the, the gamut prints happened and I started digging in deeper and that, I really love it. And now I think I'm, I'm like an art, an art enjoyer, which is something that, you know, <laughs> I, I never thought I'd be. So yeah. thanks to him and thanks to, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, you're going to be drinking some wine soon, man. Going go to the galleries, bro. Uh, uh, no, you're right, yeah. though. Um, and, and, and I think a lot of it also has to do with like just, how we connected with the artist community too. Yeah. And when you connect with these artists, um, doing interviews with them or just connecting with them in, uh, you know, X chats or spaces or whatever, you start to realize that, you know, they all have their very, very, you know, artistic styles after yeah. you, you know, see their art after you get to know them a little bit. And it kind of connects you to that. Right. So it's awesome. Uh, the experience has been new for me as well in terms of art and, um, I'm, I'm definitely a collector now. You know, I have my little portfolio of just the digital art. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what BitGod's uh, platform has to offer because I'll definitely be probably shopping over there too. 100%. So without further ado, bring them in. BitGod, welcome to Order Revolution, man. We appreciate you being here. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me and, and looking forward to this, this great podcast. Thank you guys so much. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I would dig right into it. Um, on the, on this on this channel, um, we, we you know we obviously love projects, we love the art and stuff, but we really like to get to know the person. And to us, the person behind the project is more important than the project because you really have good people. Because we don't want another issue happening with Ethereum and all that happened back there. So we really want to get to know you. So if you can take us back further as further as possible and kind of lead us up to your crypto journey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, man, as 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 far far as possible, you know, I guess born and born and raised in in, in Orange County, right. Uh, had a sort of, I think, I think pretty simple childhood, you know, lower middle class uh, sort of family, right? I think um, in Orange County, like played a bunch of sports, uh, was was sort of uh, all over the place on on the sports side, like basketball, baseball, soccer, etc. Um, as I would get older, right? I think I think uh, started to really, I think, come into my own. I think like many probably kids my age during that time I was growing up you started to see the prol proliferation of, of video games. And I think kids started to really, you know, spend more time inside as, as did I. 
And so, you know, it was definitely a little bit more social, socially awkward as, as sort of time would progress. I think it, it got to a, a, a really interesting point in high school where I went to a high school or public high school with like 700 kids in my class. And then in total, right, the whole, the whole school or whole high school was like 2,400 kids. So it was just a massive school. And the school I came from, the, the, the middle school I came from was like 30 kids per class, right? So, and like almost none of those kids went to that school. And it was, it was a rough time. Like high school was really rough for me as a nerd. Uh, it was still sort of growing. Um, and yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. I think though, as, as time has progressed, I've really, you know, sort of gone into, or sort of grown, I guess, into, into my body. And I think into myself of like where I've wanted to, to go. And I think throughout that time, uh, in high school and middle school was always trying to start little things here and there, right? Like very entrepreneurial, like very, uh, just trying to do anything and everything really on that side. And where it really started was just with like Craigslist. I mean, I was just like trying to sell anything and everything, right? I sold like resold like a, a, a doggy door to, to a computer. And like, I just really <laughs> enjoyed like the art of the sale almost. Um, and so like, that was, that was my thing. And then like towards the end of high school, that was when I got into crypto. I remember just like watching some YouTube videos and I was like, this is interesting. Um, and, and yeah, that leads me up to, to my sort of crypto, I guess the start of my crypto journey. Amazing. Nice. Nice. So did you feel like you were pretty natural at being able to um, kind of, you know, be a, a flipper in terms of whether that's NFTs or just tokens in general, were you good at it naturally? Or is that something that you had to learn? I think I think definitely learn. Like I think, uh, as we'll probably get into like in a second on on like as soon as I got into the crypto journey, like you know when I graduated high school and and was going to college and I guess twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, I think this was, and getting into crypto, like I just bought anything and everything, and most of that shit is is worthless now. So <laughs> you know it was it was you know you start with Bitcoin and then you know the majority of the stuff I purchased is just you know it's nowhere to be found now. Um, so I don't, I, I don't think that I was, I was sort of natural. And, and if I was, I probably would have made a lot more money, you know, in, in <laughs> 2015 to 2017 or 18 or so. But, um, I, I don't, I think it's just more of like a, a it was really an enjoyment thing and still is right. I think, mm -hmm. I think like being able to, to get something for, for one price and, and being able to sell it to, you know, another person for another price and like, you know, having either some sort of edge there or, or even the reverse, right. In, in being able to purchase something that I think is actually more valuable than maybe that person thinks it is or believes it to be. Um, and then being able to, you know, I, I think like that is, is, you know, something I really thoroughly enjoy and, and, you know, probably I'll, I'll take into, into the future. Awesome. You, 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 so you just said 2015. So you you were very 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 early. I would love to hear uh, the the first couple of days or the, you know the first the first year of that. Yeah. So I think before that, right? Like before getting into crypto, I had heard about crypto, right? So I think like any high schooler, especially nowadays, right? You want to be like a you want to be like a day trader, right? You, you watch these videos on Instagram and everyone's making money, and you're like, oh, this is easy, right? I'll do a little TA and I'm good. And you know, I said, so to that point, I ended up like following this one guy on YouTube for some reason. He just seemed very credible, very well-spoken. And I was like, oh, this guy seems, you know, really knowledgeable. I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow him. And so I followed him pretty, pretty uh, fervently. And for like a full year, he basically was saying on that, on his YouTube channel that like Bitcoin was a scam. And I just believed him. I was like, yeah, this guy <laughs> seems credible. Uh, but then after a full year of listening to him and, and about a lot of his other content that was really focused on the equity side of things, 
um, he flipped and he's like, here's why Bitcoin is not a scam. Here's why you should take a look at it, like trade it. And I was like, what the, you know, what the hell? I've just been listening to you for the, so anyways, like that was my first foray. And then as soon as he said that, I was like, All right, I should probably look at it. Um, and I think like the first year um, was really interesting, right? It was like mainly using like Coinbase and Bittrex and, uh, you know, what else, what else was I using? I guess at the time, there wasn't really much, right? Like there wasn't DeFi, you know, you had like MetaMask, but like, it wasn't really there yet. So I don't know, like that was, that was what it was mainly in the, like watching YouTube channels of like, you know, people thinking what, you know, some coin is like good for and like people, you, you know, you're trying to listen to people on these YouTube channels tell you how like, you know, the tech is so good on this coin and why you should buy it. And, and, and now, now I know that most of those are probably just, just shills, but like, you know, back then you had no clue. And that was my first, that was my first year probably in crypto it was just a lot of buying scams and buying random things. And some of those things did go up. Some of those, you know, a lot of those things go, did go down, but that was really my first, my first year in crypto. Yeah, I actually remember when I first got I actually first got in in 2013 and uh, it was whenever that that run went up with Bitcoin. And I think it got yeah. to like six, six hundred dollars or something or uh, in 2013 really quick. And then it, I bought it then because my friends told me about it and I go, I'm too late on this six hundred dollars. I was like, I'm too late <laughs> on this. And I and I bought like I think I bought like point like four Bitcoin because I just threw a couple hundred bucks at it. I was like, man, I'm just going to. I, if Bitcoin got here, then I can buy some of these alts because there was alts at the time. People were just yeah. copying, right? Just building out there. I bought Feathercoin, <laughs> which yep. is, there's, there's no Feathercoin. Any- well, actually, they have a website up, but like it's not really anything. <laughs> but but yeah, so I remember those days. It was definitely like a, you know, I feel like it was hard to keep your focus for me, at least during that time, because it's like, OK, Bitcoin was good. But then these other coins, I got to wait for years now to see if these turn into something and yeah. most of them didn't yeah but. yeah i mean could not agree more i mean like you know uh i'm just trying to think of some of the one like elixir elixir for some re- for some reason like I, I don't even know why i put a lot of my money into that because i saw someone i i, I trusted and like I, I don't i don't think it ever turned into anything like it's supposed to be like a decentralized app and selling uh, i don't know man i yeah I, I can't even name like i mean i could probably name a bunch more that just like what was i even thinking right like, like where was the where was the thesis like there was none i i don't know it was it was definitely an interesting time and, and obviously there's still a lot of that today but like i don't know i don't know man yeah the experience <laughs> I, I, about this, I think in a long time so I'm, a lot of it's coming back to me right now yeah like, but the experience is like we pay for we pay for our tuition we we learn yeah. and then you go through all that stuff and now you're like you know, you're an expert and people look at you that way, you know, so that's, that's, you just go through all that, that experience. So that's awesome. Okay. So you went through that period and then like, uh, when did you heavily get into NFTs? When was that? That was, I mean, that was sort of back in, in 2021, uh, 2022. I think my, my initial foray or like, uh, I think when, when I first saw it was, was absolutely the, the the sale of beeple's right nft for 69 million dollars and like i remember seeing that and i was i think like so many other people i'm I'm not alone i think in that like seeing that i'm like wait a minute um you know what's going on here like what the hell is this stuff and i think from there like just tried to have as much as much fun as possible um i think lost a lot of money on (laughs) many of those as well but but uh yeah, I don't know. That was that was my initial foray, and and during that time, I was working 
for a decentralized exchange um, called, I think, I think, Energy Swap or something like that. And uh, they were sort of against NFTs. So it was interesting. And like even, even the job I would get after that was against NFTs as well. Um, uh, I would work for, for a venture firm in 2022 and, uh, they were mostly focused on, on DeFi and like the majority of their portfolio was, was DeFi. And like, I was always trying to push them to get into NFTs or like anything art related. And they were just like, eh, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, and I think they only ever did one, one deal on the NFT. It wasn't even really NFT, it was NFT Fi, right? So, so borrow and lending, uh, for, for NFTs. So. But yeah, 2021, I think 2022 was, was my initial foray of, or into, I guess, of, of knowledge of NFTs. Why do you think they were so against that? Do you think it was because like they didn't want to give up market share from the token side? Yeah, I mean, I mean, probably. I, I think it's, it has something to do more so with, with, you know, when I joined the, the fund, right, or the company, they were, you know, they were two years into, I think their fund or, or like two years into, or maybe a little bit longer, I think in 2019 was when they started it. Um, but like, of course, the money that they had raised back in 2019, and maybe a little bit more after that, right from from institutional investors was DeFi focused, right? So they had their really, they had their mandate of like, uh, you know, hey, this is where we're, this is where we're focused. And it was mostly on the DeFi side. And, and unfortunately, just the NFT side just didn't cross over enough. I think to be able to for them to say like hey you know this is this is a part of our thesis or this is a part of our mandate that's my guess um but yeah makes sense when, when you were buying um at the nfts then were you were you looking at it from an art standpoint or were you just looking at the 10 10 the, you know ten thousand pfp like everyone else was i think definitely the the 10k pfp you know i think it's it's only been i think like Shizzy, i think like like you were saying in the intro like like ordinals has been the main thing that has turned me on to art. Um, not that I didn't, I didn't appreciate art before, or, you know, uh, uh, didn't see it before. It was just like, you know, I, I was always focused on maybe where more so I felt like, you know, the liquidity was, and that's definitely been, I feel like over the past couple of years on the, the, the PFP side. But I think that, that ordinals has really turned me on, um, you know, to the art side of things. And it's been a, I'm sure like you should be like a, a really interesting transformation and like, you know, exploration and it's still ongoing and, 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 you know, there's so much unknown, but um, yeah, I mean, to your, to your question, it was definitely on the PFP side. Awesome. So um, let's across, jump forward across, a little bit. Yeah. I was just going to say across like a number of, of different ecosystems, right? Like, like ETH and soul and near um, and, and like near any of the different L yeah, wow. near. I mean, I got way too many, way too many NFTs there. That are just totally <laughs> that's that's zero, interesting. So. That because that that community isn't that big, is it? No, no. I but mean, I was interested in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the I think interesting piece, right? Is is you had uh, just towards the, what I think the middle of well, I think it's it was like early twenty twenty two. Um, that was when, of course, like things started to slide everywhere. Right, it was no longer up only. Uh, we started to go into, to now that we know, of course, like more bearish, you know, downside. Um, and then of course, like what the lunar crash eventually happened and, and most L1, I think ecosystems other than like ether soul for NFTs, you know, didn't really survive. Um, and then near was, was definitely one of those. So like, I think one, one I had like, I think 200 of, or like near knots, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know if those are, are worth anything now. 
Yeah. They, I mean, I just remember hearing a lot of people saying that there was so much potential with that, uh, yeah. that chain, but, um, and I messed around a little bit with it, but never on the NFT side, but yep. that's cool. So, so then you, you, you mess with all that stuff and then, then you kind of settled down and then, uh, how did ordinals happen for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this really brings us to ordinals. Um, you know, the, the new year of course of 2023 happened. And, um, I think like, probably many others people were sort of like looking is is there something next or like uh, what is there something new like you know what is 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 the next narrative if any and um you know I, I was sort of I was just sort of like lost I think like many other people um but I think what happened was I saw on my timeline was um was a magic Eden launched right on on Bitcoin and that was, uh, I believe the date, uh, sort of my first day in ordinals was really March 20th, right? Um, I think that that was my my first real day. I think that that was when Magic Eden officially launched. Basically, as soon as I saw, um, you know, Magic Eden uh, coupled with, with you know, who they recommended at that time was was Xverse, I, I was like, there's there's something interesting here, right? Like there's, there's definitely something interesting. And I think actually um, I had previously faded ordinals and the reason for that was um, back in January of the new year, uh, or I think maybe maybe early February, someone had sent me in like one of the group chats I had, um, they just sent like Bitcoin NFTs and they did a mic drop emoji, right? And I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, send me, can you send me a link or something? And they actually sent me to the website generative.xyz, right? And if, if, if you know that website and, and like back then, I don't even know if it's still around. I think they've, they've shifted to new, new Bitcoin city, right? But um, that website was like Bitcoin NFTs, but you connected your MetaMask wallet. And so I was like, hmm. is this really Bitcoin NFTs? You know, like, like, or is this just a scam? I don't know. And so like basically from there, I was like, all right, I'm not, I, I'm not going to touch it. It just seems like a, a grift, I guess. Um, and so I faded it from there. And then of course, like two months later, I saw Magic Eden launch and I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's, there's clearly wallets now. There's an actual, like, I know Magic Eden from Solana. Um, this is something interesting to look into. And then from there, just, just basically immerse myself. I was like, there's, there's, I think something here and started to really build a thesis from there. So, um, were, were you already like, like still playing in NFTs around this time? Or were you just kind of like everyone else where it was just kind of like just waiting for something to happen? I think it was... I think it was it was like like everyone else like I, I think that there's like there wasn't much to really mint um you know it was slow like yeah i i, I definitely have to say like everyone else like it probably hadn't been months you know or it had been it had been months if not if not you know like six plus months since i last really minted something right gotcha. on 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 many different ecosystems because there's just like it didn't make any sense right mm -hmm. i mean like uh like you know just people were still trying to do like payments and 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 all that sort of stuff so yeah i think it had, it had been months but was still just very active in the general nft communities gotcha yeah so uh, what about your like follow like your following at that before yeah. uh ordinals was that yeah. where you always kind of had a huge following or because uh, what i was hearing was that like once you kind of stepped into that that spotlight with ordinals, you, you, your following just exploded. Can you talk about that experience? Yeah. So I mean, something I I, I actually talked uh, a little bit in depth about in the the podcast right previous uh, to this today was was just sort of like I guess my style or or like the way I I, I do things, which is very much like uh, I basically you know it's like not something it's not stuff I can read in a book. 
right? Or like see things and like, I need to basically follow my face like multiple times in order to like learn, th learn things. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason I bring this up is like, you know, this isn't the first time that, that, that I sort of started a Twitter account or anything, right? Like this is, this is, uh, uh, you know, this ultimately BitGod was like not my main account, right? Like I have a main account with my, myself doxxed and you know, I was doxxed like a, you know, a couple months ago or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, as well as, you know, doxxed everyone in, in person in, in Amsterdam and others. But, but um, yeah, I mean, my main account, right. It has like, I think over 30,000 followers or something like that. Okay. And like BitGod was really just to, to, to collect, right. To, to have fun, to ship post and um, you know, sort of immerse myself in this new, in this new ecosystem. And so, you know, I, I think the reason I brought up uh, what I previously did is like, you know, it's it's obviously not my first time. I think being in the in the Twitterverse, you know, I've, I've known have known how to traverse it, I guess, a little bit. Um, and ultimately, from there, at that time, right? I mean, I started this account from literally zero, right? Um, on on March twentieth, I think, or March twenty first, or so. Um, and the goal wasn't really to build a following; it was, it was really just to have fun. You know, I, I think that like I think you go back to. Uh, I mean, what is this? This is uh, this is like uh, early April, I think, right? When when there was uh, NFT NYC, I would go to NFT NYC and had less than a thousand followers, right? Um, and would you know be able to meet uh, uh, Donnie and Swag Toshi and Bob Bodily, right? A lot of these these great people in the Ordinals ecosystem when like you know. Uh, ordinals was was nothing and we were still just being laughed at <laughs> um and then you know would would sort of you know i think a month or so later right um uh, what is it bitcoin amsterdam right that was or i'm sorry not bitcoin amsterdam miami bitcoin, miami right yeah would would of course go there and and the following had had you know had taken off right and and uh, uh you know was focused on the oxpt side of things so yeah i mean it's uh it's been it's been an interesting ride yeah, I remember those days because we kind of pivoted from what we were doing. We were just having fun in the beginning, yep. just covering DeFi in general. And um, I got into or uh, BRC20s actually brought me over to Ordinals, but then started yep. exploring other things. And I said, Shizzy, let's let's check this out for a little bit. And once he got in, we we both talked a little bit and we just decided to go full, full head on in. And I remember... Bitcoin Miami is when I remember people were talking about you a lot. And I think you made a yeah. lot of connections down there as well, if I'm totally correct on that. And then that's whenever all this like uh, when was the big BRC 20 like, like it was. So it was like it was uh, it was like late April. That's when things started happening. And I think like like probably everyone, everyone in this in this, you know, this podcast right now, like that's when we all started to like mint stuff, right? And like yeah. any anything that was like me we or at least what I felt was like memeable, it was like fuck it, let's mint it, right? And you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, deck token and and you know, whatever the fuck, right? So and I think from there, right, that's when I started to really build a thesis around like, okay, um, you know, I I, I think that this is a really interesting way to bootstrap a community right in in sort of launching a brc20 and then moving on to to the art side right like i've i've never had any plans to do anything on the the gaming side the the you know the metaverse the DeFi side like it was always going to be something on the art side i think that you know things have have obviously changed and i think we've we've you know tried to make the best pivots uh but uh yeah that's that's i think when it was it was like late april to you know mid to late may you know and then maybe a little bit into june yeah, that uh, that was a fun time. You know, things were th things were flowing, but like it was weird because like obviously the overall market wasn't hadn't had yeah. like its bull run, but then Ordinals had a mini little 
bull run there. But okay, yep. so from there you had OXBT, you went through that, um, and then now you're you're at Quadrillion. So that that transition over from kind of you know leading a token community to now, what it seems to me is like you're connecting with artists more on is it like on an individual level kind of almost kind of recruiting these artists how does that work yeah so i want to be i want to be also i think very clear as well uh and maybe we'll get into to this a little bit later but ultimately like how you know oxbt is of course involved in in, in quadrillion um and so i think we'll, we can we can eventually get into that but i want to also be very clear like quadrillion at, at least for now um, and I don't think we have sort of any intentions in the future to do this, but it's really focused around the primary sale of art, right? So it's not, you know, it's not on the secondary side, right? Like we're not trying to compete with, with Magic Eden, Gamma, et cetera. Um, it's really around the primary sale, right? And sort of providing unique experiences for, uh, you know, both of course you, the user and the mentor, as well as, as the artists that, uh, that are a part of that. And so what Quadrillion is, and, and it's, of course it's first product, Perpetuals, is is a curated collection of 21 artists um making their really debut on on bitcoin right all of them are are sort of established artists from the east side with you know i think collectively you know around like 10 to 20 million dollars in sales and so the, wow. the the focus of of this you know this curated collection right is 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 really on on the experience as well as as well as the art, not the artist, right? In that you actually won't know who you're minting in terms of of, of addition that you're minting until post mint, right? And so throughout this whole experience, right, uh, what we're wanting you to do is is really connect, right, with pieces. And so you're not only, of course, seeing the art, but you're also getting an audio file, right, attached to that. You know, understanding and learning what is is sort of the reasoning or or the the sort of passion behind creating that piece right and so that is is ultimately what quadrillion or, or release or pet perpetuals volume one is and, and and is about um and i'm not sure if i missed anything there but but i think that that's the basic the basic sort of rundown gotcha so i um that was awesome um but um, I, I definitely want to take it back a little bit so um yeah. back when let, let's, let's jump back to april just for um a second so yep. what was the the idea behind oxbt um obviously your launch was incredibly successful i was i was a, a mentor of that which was, was awesome what, what was that thought process back then and back then um was redacted redacted which is now quadrillion or is that something completely different yeah so that's these are these are great questions right so i think the the the, the ultimate thesis right of of oxbt and then what came next was OXPT. And then the, 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 what came next was some sort of PFP. Right. And I think that we had, we had started work on that. And when I say we, it, it was, it's really sort of Lynn and myself, who is now the, the uh, really founder um, of, of redacted, which is still a thing. Okay. Um, and, and I can also get into to the relationship there in, in a second. Um, and so that was the, 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 I think the, the initial sort of thesis and, and really goal. I think what happened with of course the launch of OXP is is it it was much more serious and you know much larger than i think we could have ever expected and i think that the collection that we were working on would have would have you know we would have been laughed out of the room i think that it was it was much more focused on you know i, I like of course like memeable character you know meme culture like yeah i really like that and so that's what the collection you know could have been and so i think when when that happened it was like all right like this you know we need to be realistic uh about like 
people's expectations about like what we should probably be building, et cetera. And so shifted into, into a couple of different things. I think ultimately, you know, what happened on, on that side was, was redacted was, was sort of working on, on, or is still working on uh, the, the PFP side of things. And I think as time progressed, uh, I, I thought that there was there was also an avenue to to do ultimately what what Quadrillion is doing, right? Which is not so focused on the PFP side, but is more so focused on on you know these maybe curated collections or really curated experiences. Um, and so that's what ultimately happened. There was, I think, a, you know, sort of a split in in you know direction, et cetera, how that related to OXBT, et cetera. And so uh, that's what happened there. Now, on the redacted side. Uh, redacted is is still uh, going to be doing uh, sort of something with with OXBT, which is airdropping a one of one PFP to to OXBT holders, um, probably coming up soon. Ultimately, Lynn Lynn sort of decides when that is is going to happen, but uh, uh, that is happening, and and uh, you know we've we've announced that already, and that should be coming soon. Um, and so that's the, the 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 sort of relationship there, and then I think. To the, you know, the quadrillion side, um, the full mint details uh, should be out, you know, sort of soon on on the relationship. But um, OXPT holders are are mainly sort of OXPT holders will be getting you know priority access to 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 this right to quadrillion. Um, and uh, I, I'm not sure if that I think that answered the question pretty fully. Yeah, definitely. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Um, so my my, my you know because um. So to me, back OXPT was was backed by art. When I was yep. when I was buying it on the open market, I assumed that it was backed by art and and yep. stuff like that. And we're going to get the get the airdrops and stuff. And and I'm I was assuming you didn't say anything like this back then. I was just like, oh wow, this is going to come with with Bit God, huge personality in the space, and it's going to come with this. And nothing really ever came right. So it yep. was just like down only, which was exhausting. And then you you got to a point. Where and I remember this because I, I was actually on vacation and I was getting notifications. BitGod uh, decentralized the token, and yeah. so that was obviously you. You understand that was kind of. a – Do you think that was a mistake? You know, I think. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know it's it's sort of a, a hard conversation to have. I think, I think this. I, I think that that we made. I, I think there was a lot of decisions that were made in you know, in, in, uh, uh, the effort to, I think, make sure all the sort of T's and I's were, were dotted on the legal side. I think a lot of, you know, decisions were made to, to, uh, you know, make sure that, that the best interests were, were in the, the, the holders, all that sort of stuff. I, I think here's the, the, the thing though, I think that, that it's been incredibly difficult to do much of anything with, I think, really a BRC20, uh, you know, it's pretty difficult to use as a payment mechanism. Uh, it's it's very difficult to use as a governance mechanism, which I know, I remember actually, we talked about, or I think with you, Gobi, you sort of pressed me, I think, a little bit on that, on a space one time, and I, I appreciate you for that. Um, but, you know, I think that there's a lot of things that we have had thoughts of, explored, talked with the holders, right, many of the larger ones, and then I think ultimately tried to make the best decision in in you know in in, in those sort of holders um, uh, or in the holders sort of best interests. So that's what I would say. I, I don't think it was I don't think it was a mistake. You know you know the team has never made a single cent from from this. Uh, you know from OXPT specifically. Um, 
you know, I've, I've yet to sell literally a BRC 20. Um, I, I think like we've tried to really do our best and, and continue to do our best. And so I think that, that the kind of person I am is like, I want to go, go, go. And, and if we, you know, if, if all of the decisions were just in my, in my sort of hands, you know, there would have been a ton of stuff out, you know, months and months ago, but uh, that's sort of what I'll, I guess I'll say to that, right. Is, is a lot of times it's just not in, not in, not all in my hands. And like, you have to think about what's best for the holders for, you know, the rest of the team and, and then ultimately the company and try and align those interests. But I think it's a great question. Awesome. That was a perfect answer. I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like we've, we've tried, right. I think like that's the, the best thing like, and, and we've, we're committed to continuing to try and maybe this, this new Avenue is like not the right one, but I think again, like, like we're committed to trying to figure out what makes the most sense for everyone. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not going to quit. So, you know, even if it's, if it's sort of short-term hurt, I'm hoping that it's, it, it makes sense long-term. Yeah. And like this, this entire space is, is trial and error, right? So you can't, yeah. you can't get mad at someone for trying. And this is where we're so early that these are the bumps and bruises that we have to take. Even for yeah. me, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have went so hard into that. So, so it's, <laughs> it's my fault. You know what I mean? But that's just something that, you know, as a community and, and as, as a person, like we, we have to kind of like um, understand that, you know, this is, this is crypto, but we're on a, we're on the, the very, very out, out, you know, we're we're yeah. out there. You know, what I mean, we're, we're not here. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. We're we're on Bitcoin, but we're Bitcoin's the safest and we're the furthest. So totally, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, but 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 all all of these are L one uh, assets, and and for yeah. me, I, I yeah. just see that as being when the time comes, we're going to benefit first. Um, yeah. But but uh, and also, OXPT still has sixteen. Point five thousand holders and right. it's, holders. All, it's always in the top 10 in terms of volume I, I mean i think there's there's definitely potential for for a good uh you know future we'll see what happens with the unisat swap that you know people yeah. in china seem to be you know uh about OSBT as well there's like a certain amount of tokens they're crazy about so you know who knows where it goes plus you have the extra utility with a quadrillion that um big guy just talked about so yeah i just want to tell everyone that i i'm a still a holder of oxbt just so everyone knows so <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think i think also to this specific point and maybe maybe we want to get into this so we you know we we sort of announced actually more recently that post the mint of perpetuals we'll actually be moving away from from oxbt in that in that uh post the mint what we would like to do is is sort of um you know, do a swap or sort of reclaim for OXPT in 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 sort of giving uh, only OXPT holders in exchange for that OXPT, you know, an access pass to the the sort of quadrillion ecosystem. And the main reasoning behind that really is is the runes debate. Um, mm -hmm. In you know, in the OXPT server specifically, when that stuff was like originally launched, there was a ton of chaos, um, confusion, etc. And honestly, I can I, I expect that to continue. You know, I, I don't know if if BRC20, if runes, if, you know, if, if it's even like sat ranges are the fungible token standard on Bitcoin. I have no clue. But I think that that, you know, like what should happen is is the easiest amount of clarity for for holders. And what we believe that is, is is converting into, you know, some sort of ordinals access pass which we believe ordinals to be stable 
and you know brc20 and runes and and whatever standard to to duke it out right and and you know and like at one point i'm sure one of those standards will win and if that is the case then maybe reevaluate doing something with with you know something more fungible related in the, in the future and so that's what something that we did we did announce i think like you know two or three weeks ago but uh again like the main reasoning behind that is is runes has seriously caused i think some some serious confusion as well as like unfortunately they're just like over the past six months right since the mint i think we and and probably many of the holders expected infrastructure and and different pieces of the ecosystem to probably be built out much farther than than it has and then yeah. unfortunately it just it just hasn't and maybe it, it picks up right maybe like runes is different and it happens overnight i'm not sure but i think um you know being able to give holders clarity of like hey like this is something that should be here for you know a long time that gives you access to this thing that we're going to continually you know sort of build around is i think i think something that that people want and and have not had so far at least for our community yeah i i hear you i definitely agree and uh, to me too like ospt is is like a like a like a legacy token now like brc20s yeah. they, be, they become legacy they're they're, they're first and in, in our space uh you know first is first right so being yeah. the first set of the first token standard you would say means a lot and i think oxpt will always have value in, in that way of being a legacy token so even if it doesn't get fully swapped over the tokens yep. that might not get swapped over st are still the 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 legacy and what we all remember from from april and stuff like that so you know totally. even like to me that's that means a lot yeah and i think like it, it could be at some point that that brc20 does you know does win i mean i maybe i'm wrong in in my thesis of like only one wins um you know maybe some people think that the multiple fungible token standards can win but i i think from what i've seen you know uh in other ecosystems like the majority of value or a lot of the value accrues to you know one non-fungible and one you know and one fungible standard um and i don't think anyone really knows which one that'll be you know and, and i think what rents are still like a couple months away and you know maybe it's not even either of those right like maybe it's something that hasn't even been invented yet yeah um but you know i think at least in the short term like let's continue to build something that is or continue to continue to build on top of something that is stable um, provide provide serious value to that yeah good point yeah i mean i think that from you know shizzy and i we talk to other builders in the space all the time sometimes we jump on private calls and so i, I think i do think the unisat swap is going to to, to surprise some people just from the information yep. we've gotten but we'll see what happens because it does still takes the token to a uh kind of a mini layer too but yep. um you know, in testnet, it's been pretty smooth from when we tested it out. They gave us access to it, but we'll see. I think until it's proven to the market, like it's still like it's not there, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, 100%. Speaking of like, you know, all these new or all these protocols that we just talked about, like with the token yep. standards and stuff, there's a lot of narratives in ordinals. And I personally, you know, maybe it's because we're biased or because we cover this stuff every day, <laughs> uh, you know, but like, I feel like these narratives are pretty damn strong. You know, you have like yeah. the obviously like the early inscription narrative. Then you have the rare sat narrative, which I'm been getting into a lot because my family has been in collectibles, like the tangible collectible industry for a while. Um, and then you have, um, you know, you you obviously have like the tokens and stuff like that. Do you uh, bitmap as well is kind of on the outside, but how do you feel about the narratives and ordinals? Do you feel like they're strong like how i'm kind of explaining them or do you feel like oh it's just kind of going through like this na narrative creating thing it's just like how ethereum was and all that stuff 
What do you think? I, I, I think, I think they're, they're incredibly strong. Like, and I think that, um, it's not like a subjective thing, right? It's like, it's, it's like, there's real money, right? And, and, uh, you know, like OXPT, right? Large amount of holders, bitmap, a large amount of holders. Like that's not, you know, that to me doesn't seem like uh, a narrative that's like almost still being figured out, even though it is, it's like, okay, there's, there's serious interest from a large amount of people. Uh, and it's never been done on, on this chain before. Um, sure. I think there's, there's maybe exploration in like, all right, like what is this actually going to be? Or like, how is this actually going to be useful or if, if, if at all? Um, but I do believe like, like the majority, if not all of the narratives in, in, in ordinals and like Bitcoin are very strong. I'm really curious to see how, you know, taproot assets do. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's another <laughs> fungible token standard there, you know, RGB, um i just got to meet the the, one of the founders of of like bitmask right which is building on on rgb like there's so much i think that there's just so much interesting stuff going on on bitcoin like my thesis continues to get stronger of of like this next cycle is is like maybe just a bitcoin and eth thesis like it's like it's like those two are where majority if not all of the value accrues and like you just see on the bitcoin side like everything we've already seen on the east side is 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 sort of played out here, right? Like I'm not saying it's played out; it hasn't played out yet, but it does get played out over the next like one to two years, right? So like DeFi, uh, you know, layer twos, like you know, BitVM, another thing I, I didn't mention. Like I, I think like this is the first time, of course. Um, I think well, I think Ordinals just opened up, you know, and sort of took the cat out of the box, right? Yeah. It just opened it opened people's minds to to what's possible on Bitcoin or, 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 or what could be possible. And like, that's everything. Like it's, it's literally anything and everything. Right. And I think that you're seeing that in all of these different narratives. And so like, you know, rare sats as well. I got, I got, I got sat pilled in, in, in Amsterdam. <laughs> and um, I, so I don't know. I, I, you're, you're gonna be, I, I tend to agree with you, man. I, I think that all of these narratives are very, very strong. Um, I don't know which one's a win, you know, I, I'm not sure, but I do think that they're very strong you know and, yeah. and real yeah. money has gone behind them well I'm, I'm gonna make you pick you have to put all your money in the one <laughs> which one you which one you're picking oh man i i that's just, just to make more I money mean, it's just not not about your feel just to make the most money yeah, you yeah, put yeah. all of it then it's probably the art side like I, I i think that's probably that's probably where i'm focused right and, and i think like yeah. seeing seeing the feedback we've gotten from artists and in, in all of the bd that we did right before you know before um um, you know, sort of finalizing our, our curated list for, for perpetuals, like, uh, the feedback was pretty amazing and honestly, very surprising. Um, you know, we had more artists, I think, wanting to be on the, you know, the curated list than we, than we could accommodate, of course. And like, that was, you know, definitely not my expectations. I thought there'd be a lot more pushback, like, you know, what the hell is ordinals? Like why ordinal? I thought that was dead, but every one of them were like, were like very open to, to coming over and figuring it out. And yeah, so I, I, I would definitely put my money on the art. Probably because I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be trying to be, you know, one of the driving forces behind that. <laughs> well, I mean, like the, the way you explained it, it, I'm excited for it because it, yeah. it definitely sounds like an experience with the with the audio clip, you know, breaking yeah. down, educating you on the art. You don't get to know who the artist is until post mint. These are experiences. People want experiences. Me, you know, like me and Shizzy, you're talking about doing something that's going to be a great experience. But like and it has to do with art and stuff like that, too. But um, 
do you ever so i see like these kind of curated collections like you guys yep. you know quadrillion then you have counterfeit culture you have yeah. prince isn't really like that it's more of like an art gallery you know but they still have signups and stuff do you see like a future of like like all these artists like being free agents and being able to go wherever they want or is it do you see a future to where like they're eventually going to be like uh exclusive to to your platform Oh no! I, I mean, I, I I would hope they're not they're not exclusive, right? Um, I, I think that like they should definitely have a choice, you know, to go wherever they want. I think that the the problem is is mainly on the Bitcoin side, but there's there's just really not that many choices right now, mm-hmm. right? And like if you go to the east side, there's like there's probably forty different art platforms that you can do or be a part of like a a curated collection or do a unique experience, right? Or just sell on super rare. Like there's, there's a lot of different platforms for you to, to get your art and get your name out there. It's just not the case. I think, unfortunately on, on Bitcoin right now, um, I expect that to, to change over time. Right. Uh, you got like Osura coming from, from on chain monkey. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I definitely, I definitely hope that it's not a, an exclusive thing because I think that, you know, one of the things I've really realized with, with these artists is, um, you know, they're, they're, they're all, most of them, if not all of them, of course, have struggled through, through this bear, like all of us. Right. And, um, uh, you know, I think what they need is, is, you know, creative expression. And like, if they're just, you know, if they're just under us, then it probably means like, you know, we're asking them to do stuff, uh, because we want them to do it, not because they want to do it, et cetera. So I think allowing them to be discovered, to do, you know, different platforms, experiment with, with different companies is, is I think really critical to, you know, not only their careers, but you know, the ecosystem at large. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So my, my last question for you is, um, inscribing Amsterdam, you were there, right? Yep. Okay. So what, what alpha can you give us in our community and whoever's watching? Um, I, I would say, I, I would say like the alpha I learned is, is, uh, and, and it's not just, I guess, inscribing, right. But all of the, all of the conference, right. Uh, OMBs, man. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I guess like that's kind of the alpha is like, I, you know, I've now got to meet, uh, ZK multiple times in person and, uh, you know, got to be around him a bunch at, uh, inscribing Amsterdam. They threw a great, great party with magic Eden as well. And like, that's what I would say. I, I'd say like, it's one of the, the, by far, right. The strongest communities on, on ordinals. And I think that they've continued to show that. So that's what I would say is OMB. And I think maybe, a um, you know, sort of ancillary, uh, point as well is like, uh, I do think that, that like Bitcoin maxis are coming around, um, to, to ordinals. I think something I've been seeing, or I saw not only at, uh, Bitcoin Amsterdam, but also like I've been seeing in spaces since since getting back, is you know Project Spartacus in particular, right? From uh, from Bitcoin Magazine, right? Which I think is trying to inscribe uh, WikiLeaks WikiLeaks files, right? Directly on on, on Bitcoin. Bitcoin Maxis really like that, right? Like they like that that sort of initiative. And so I think that like you you just get two, three, four, you know, more things like that. Where they're like, okay, I can sort of see the applications of this now, and like they start to seriously reconsider their their preconceived notions of ordinals, and they start to go like, huh, maybe I should buy my first ordinal, right? Or like maybe I should join my first ordinal space. And I think that it's just it it, it takes time, it takes money, right? But but I do think that like 
they'll eventually come around with more initiatives like that from Bitcoin Magazine and hopefully others. Um, I think that that's uh, it's definitely starting to, to sort of shift. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, it's obvious Bitcoin Magazine's on board because they love the yeah. Miami conference and all the ordinals and wizards and stuff. But yeah. um, and I, I, I do see some that have converted over. Um, but there's always that one jackass that like will ruin our spaces that right, Shizzy? Like they'll they'll yep. jump in and like ask for a speaker. We won't notice, we'll just give them the speaker, and then they'll be like, Oh, this is a scam. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll have to kick them off. I'll be like, No, but but I do agree with you. You know, I think there's more and more that are starting to come along, and um I'm starting to see less a little bit less jackasses, I feel like. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been on a bunch of, uh, I think since I got back, just like more Bitcoin maxi spaces and just like throwing it out like, hey, like, can I send you your first ordinal? And like many of them are are, are like, you know, fuck no, you know, definitely don't, don't send it. but, you know, others are like, you know, I get a couple DMs after that and like, hey, can I get my first ordinal? And like, I think that like that's, um, it's kind of funny, but it's also like, like, I feel like that's just like small steps, you know, towards the longer term uh you know i guess like push of of ordinals in general like i think i think once you start looking at it as a net positive and not a net negative you know if you're like a bitcoin maxi i think you know you you start to like seriously consider um you know buying or or figuring out like how to get involved in the ordinals ecosystem yeah i I just feel like they have this like army like national guard that's like (laughs) guarding like no seriously that's guarding like bitcoin core Right. Like yeah. they're just like, OK, no, we can't let them get too close, you know, and because like the politics behind it. But yeah, I yeah. agree with you. I'm a, I think the future is bright, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I, I want to showcase uh, Quadrillion, if you don't mind. Um, so I want to kind of explain what I'm looking at here. So this is totally. a website, uh, Quadrillion, Quadrillion.art slash gallery. And it's some really, really cool stuff on here. Um, I was looking at this today. Um, what, what am I looking at here? Yeah, so this is so so basically like the the point of of everything, right? Um, as a part of this this whole like reveal and and everything you're seeing is it's all sort of connected, right? And so there's a lot of mystery here, right? There's a lot of of you know little context clues, etc. And so like those first two pieces you you see there will be connected um, at some point as as we sort of get closer to the mint. Um, and then, of course, like the rest of the images or the rest of the the, the JPEGs you see here, right, are the re- revealed pieces so far. Um, and we are, I think I, I didn't actually mention this during the pod, but we are releasing three out of the 21 names as a part of the whole collection uh, over sort of like a week to week basis. And we'll be having our second reveal of a name this week on Thursday. You can see the first reveal, which is all the way on the right, which is Terrell Jones. Um, you know, sort of incredible artist and uh, probably a couple of my favorite pieces so far uh, as a part of the collection. That's awesome. Everybody yeah. Knows. And I, I saw some people guessing on one of your posts when you, yes. when you showed it, the next one that's coming up. <laughs> yes. But that, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a part of the whole thing, right. Is like, is of course you don't know who the artist is, but like these, all of these artists, right. Are, are pretty well known on the East side and they have their own, um, you know, they have their own style. And so, you know, if you're if you're you're sort of in the art scene, like you can start to make some some educated guesses, and and that's a part of the whole thing, right? Is yeah. like we want people to to try and figure that out, and like maybe get into little groups, right? And like try and see what what the next piece is, and and, and stuff like that. And and the OXPT server has has loved it as well. So it's it's been great to see you know a lot of the support and and you know a lot of the support from from Ordinals uh, 
enjoys as well. I think this this one click away piece has been, I think, a favorite of of many people, um, just because of the detail and 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 everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. Is that Seven Eleven? That is a Seven Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a that that artist is really is really interesting and um, you know, really happy with his with his piece as well. I love it. It's really cool. Is that a Pepe? I think it's like, yes, it is a bunch of Pepe's. There's some Pepe's, I think, dancing on the on the roof. You got also like in the right the top or I guess the middle right to the top left, you got like the stairway to the moon or stairway to heaven. Yeah, um, right to the moon. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. see that. That's really cool. This is really, pretty dope. This is pretty yeah. dope. I, I don't know. I get a, I'm getting like a different feel of the art, the type of art on, on the site than yep. even the prints. It's, it just seems yeah. a little bit more like. I don't know, like almost kind of like traditional art, I guess. Yeah, I, I think in some ways, right? I think like, I, I think, well, I, I think in general, right, for, for a while now, I, I really do believe this, um, you know, this the established artists on ETH uh, could probably make a crossover, right, into traditional art at some point if they continue to continue to push right or continue to create and so definitely i think i, I think it's it shows in their work as well like i think that they do they do some amazing work pretty yeah, cool. some really cool stuff the more the more recent one we did the release today got sort of censored on twitter um uh but that artist is uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool i'm afraid to show that on youtube <laughs> i know i know gotta be careful but yeah all right, man. This this is this has been absolutely amazing. But God, I really appreciate you. This is a part of the show where we kind of give our guests the the stage to talk to our community. And um, yeah, that that time has come. The stage is yours. Yeah, I, I want to say, of course, thank you to you guys, of course, for for having me um, on this on this amazing podcast. I'd say, you know, uh, not too much about myself. I think I, I think it's really about uh, probably just taking a look at at Quadrillion. Just connect with with maybe some of the pieces, you know, both um, look at the finer details in the piece, but also, you know, listen to the audio. I think that all of these artists really put, of course, a lot of time into the individual piece, but also into to thinking about how to describe it with the audio. And so the hope is, is you know, you listen to majority, if not all of them, and, and at least connect with one or two. And, um, you know, come mint day are, are sort of excited for, for this whole experience. Um, lastly, I'll just say as well, I think, um, we'll be, you know, announcing, I think really full mint de detail soon. Um, you know, mint should be in, in, in early November and, uh, we should also be doing an IRL event, uh, to sort of close out the, this whole experience, um, in LA. And we have uh, a really amazing venue booked at, at a well-known NFT gallery. And um, yeah, I, I think that's that's sort of it. I would just say follow along really with the Twitter that goes live with a new reveal over the next couple of weeks every every day at 2.10 p.m. PST. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know, I think, in the comments or in, you know, in the OTPT server, maybe if, if you have any any thoughts or, or you, you, know, you can think of who the artist is or can find out who the artist is. It's like a little game. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Big God. We know you're super busy. Um, you spent, you know, took some time out of your day to spend with us and our community. And so we really appreciate that. And we look forward to, you know, uh, doing this again sometime in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I really look forward to it as well, hopefully soon. And uh, appreciate you guys having me on today. Sounds good, brother. Thanks, man. Take See it you. easy. Peace.
Well, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, big God, man, everything, everything as promised, really, really amazing person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very easy to talk to. We've had him in spaces a couple of times as a guest speaker and, you know, really good back and fl- uh, forth flow. Um, and I think people, you know, got to, got to learn about him a, a little bit more today on the show. So yeah, really appreciate that. Um, and, and I really like the art, you know, on quadrillionaire. I actually didn't pull down until they, I listened to a couple of the audio clips too. And it, yeah. I think that's smart. Like you can connect with the artist on a deeper level there. Right. For sure. So. And I, I think we're going to, we're going from I'm in it for the tech. to I'm in it for the art. Right. That's what I, right? I got from him with that. I thought that was really cool. I'm in it for the art. Like I'm yeah. not, I used to, used to be, I'm in it for the tech and that, that's kind of what we are over here. And that's really makes us different and special. And, you know, you add that to some rare stats and you got a combination that can't be beat. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do feel like inscribing directly on the chain is is going to be something that people it's like for us, like it's our we've already had our light bulb moment, right? Where yeah. that just it makes more sense. But there's a lot of people out there that it hasn't really hit yet. And I think that that will happen, whether it takes rare stats to connect to like an art piece or whatever, then they'll they'll realize that okay, this mm. Now this asset, digital asset, is a part of Bitcoin. It's backed by Bitcoin. I had to use Bitcoin. That's another thing I I brought up. Like everything that we, like marketplace-wise, that we're involved with is priced in Bitcoin. That's such a big deal to me because, you know, like once Bitcoin shoots up, like we're just so used to pricing in Bitcoin that automatically all these L1 assets will benefit from that. 100%. Yep. Everything, everything here is Bitcoin. You check, check a price of something, you check into the yeah. price of it in Bitcoin. Like, and, and this is... Yeah, and nothing against Stacks or any other L2s or anything, but like when you're on their marketplaces, it's not priced in actual Bitcoin, no. right? So yeah. that's the big difference. And um, I'm excited to see what, what Quadrillion brings and also the art scene, you know, that's definitely growing. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm noticing like it's growing like in terms of legit artists, digital artists. And so um, excited for the future of Ordinal's and I'm glad we came in when we did. And I think Shizzy froze again. 100%. You got me back? Yeah, I think you're back now. Uh, we appreciate you guys for watching, listening. If you can't cannot watch, you can definitely listen. We're on Afro, we're on Spotify. We appreciate every single view, every single watch. Appreciate you guys. Peace.